Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show it's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and I am coming to you live from the Magic Kingdom. I am not today joined by Jason and Mike. I miss them dearly, but I'm joined by two people that I love more than anything than in anything in this world. My beautiful wife and my amazing daughter, Katie and Riley, are here with me, and we are finally back in the parks. Uh, I tell you, when we first walked in, it was a relief because I didn't know uh, if we would get back to the parks this year. I, you know, we had talked a lot a month ago, even two months ago, about whether we wanted to return to the parks, if we wanted to keep our passes. Uh, for me, this this has been an excellent decision. We've had a great time today. It's been different, um, and you know we're going to be with you throughout this vacation uh, multiple times. Right now, we're sitting on a bench uh, right outside the Emporium and the fire station. I can see down Main Street and uh, with the sounds, the Magic Kingdom in the background. But family, I want to talk to you all a little bit um, just about our day in general. It's been different. Uh, of course, having the mask, we have to wear masks all day long. But uh, before we get into that, uh, thank you for coming on. How are you all doing today? Good. Good. I'm drinking Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can always, you can tell Riley's a little more uh, of the vocal one and Katie's Katie's more of the laid back, um, you know, maybe not say as much. But uh, it's been it's been different. Would you say that... For a family like ours, you know, Katie mentioned earlier, the family like ours who comes to Disneyland time, it's kind of a no-brainer to come to the parks wearing a mask because the crowds are so low, but maybe this isn't the best thing for a family that's the first Disney trip, right? Right. I mean, if you've been a million times like we have, then you can jump on a ride in five minutes, and that's one of our favorite things to do is ride the rides. But if you're a new family that's never been, especially if you have kids, I mean, you really want the character meet and greets and the fireworks and the parades. And they still have like a mini parade, but it's different. Um, So if it's like your first time or you haven't been very often, then now might not be the time for you. But for people that have been quite a few times, it's a really good time to come down right now. Yeah, and right now you're getting kind of, this is the announcement that you get throughout the day. I'll let you kind of hear it. So that announcement comes on about every half hour, it seems like. I think I think the longer you're here, it seems like the more often they do it. Uh, if you head to the Starbucks right down the street, uh, right on the right right there, it's right in there. No, 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 ma'am. It's just right down there. Yep. Uh, have a great day. The, um, the had, had some people that were a little lost. Had to help them out there. The, the thing for me is, though, like, Rye, whenever we talked about not coming, you know, you haven't been since last December. 
What's been your favorite part of today? If you, if you had to pick one part, like, what's your favorite part? Um, probably riding the rides and how short they are. Yeah? Like the lines are. Yeah, I know you and I hopped on Barnstorm and we were able to just keep it going, right? We were like, let's go again. And they just, they're off we went, right? Because mm-hmm. that's something, you know, a lot of times when you come to Disney, you have to deal with the crowds and you are not dealing with that here. Um, I know a lot of things that people have questions about are the protocols and kind of the rules and what's different than a normal Disney trip. And the one thing I would definitely say is, you know, we talked a little about the mask. You know, Katie, you said it perfect with how the mask isn't so much. It's more of the heat with the mask. Yeah, you kind of get used to the mask. It's just if it's really hot out and you're sweating, then you have have sweat in your mask. (laughs) But like as the year goes on closer to like November, December, I don't think that would be a problem at all. Yeah, and you know, Rye, you've done well today with a mask. Has it bothered you? We bought you a new mask. You seem to like the mask we brought better. Yeah, the mask we brought was um, thinner, and then the other one I was, like, sweating, and it was so hot, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, but, okay, so let's go on to the next thing. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the bus ride in. You know, a lot of people, they'd be coming down, they'd be staying on property. Um, Man, what a seamless kind of flawless event it was today we really didn't have any weight no there wasn't a weight um there actually was a zero line when we walked up i mean a few people came in behind us but it was really easy and the bus driver has um his own organization so the seats are now spread apart by dividers and each divider has a number so for us he told us go ahead go in sit at station number three so we knew exactly where to go and we we're totally separated from other families and it seemed like that policy kind of went throughout the attractions too because you would look at um stuff like the carousel where each row of horses was labeled you know with a number one two all the way around and they would just tell you how many people in your family and then you would go from uh you know go to that number and then you had that row i think one of the coolest experiences you know for us as a family Splash Mountain is not only one of our favorite attractions, but with it leaving, it was a must-do for us. That was another reason we decided to book this trip. And um, we were able to get on Splash. said 60-minute wait. It was about 20, I'd say. Not the second time. Second time, we walked (laughs) almost right on. But um, both times, we had flumes to ourselves because they're social distancing those those attraction vehicles. Uh, You know, you look like Haunted. They were skipping multiple ride vehicles. Um, Same with Buzz. You know, whenever you went through like that, it that to me as well, uh, because the crowds are so low, was really nice. You know, there's nothing worse whenever you're in the Disney parks than when you are in a queue and you are surrounded by sweaty people. I mean, it's oh. people don't always know personal space, and now with social distancing, <laughs> they have to know personal space. Riley, what's if you were going to take, you know, when we were talking about the kind of the changes between what you're used to, you know, you've grown up a Disney kid, you've been coming your entire life. Um, This has been the longest break you've ever had. Um, Now that you're here and, you know, you know the park so well and now you come and you experience the parks like this, what's been the biggest change for you? Probably like wearing the mask and not having like the fireworks and all like the parades. And um, 
like the short amount of ride like lines because normally like splash wouldn't be like as long as it said it would and like oh the highest amount of like but the change of the weight limits normally like a lot of them are like an hour mm -hmm. but like a, like a few hours but it, the longest one was like 60 minutes well that's good it was 60 minutes not 60 pounds because dad would have been over that <laughs> And I would have not have been able to ride it. That's for sure. Um, the the thing too is a lot of parents out there have a thought of safety. You know, with with the virus, with COVID, with everything going on. Uh, you know, I'm going to say personally, I'm gonna speak for myself. You know, my wife Katie's a nurse, works in hospitals. Um, for me, I feel completely safe, and I feel and I feel safe to bring my child here. Wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. I mean, I work in the hospital, so I'm kind of used to all the precautions. And you go to the store, and eh, there's not always social distancing. Go to the beach, there's no social distancing. But here, I mean, it the safety is almost too much. Like, they've gone, like, above and beyond. Yeah. Like, there's no not feeling safe. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, Rye, have you the entire time, you know, you're, you're used to this new normal too with the social distancing. Do you think Disney did a good job? And do you think that kids would enjoy a trip to Disney even with the mask and all the stuff going on? Oh, yeah, probably because there would be a, um, no lines and they would get to ride more rides and they would probably ride with the, without the mask. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, for me, this is a no-brainer. If you're wanting to get to Disney, not only are you going to experience Disney at a unique time that we may never see again. I mean, everyone walking around Disney in masks and six feet apart. And I have to I have to give the cast members huge props. The cast members have crushed this. They have been absolutely incredible. I, I don't think... When you talk about other theme parks, they, they could do this, but I don't think they can do it and put a smile on your face, even though no one can see the smile. It's funny with PhotoPass today, because we stopped a lot of PhotoPass today. And I'm still smiling under my mask. Are you? <laughs> it's funny because you think people might be happy, but you're not sure. You're like, I think you're smiling, but you could be angry. I don't know your facial expression. Well, even us as a family, we kind of got in that earlier today where I, one of us was always asking the other, are you okay? But you couldn't see like the, your smile under their face, you know? Um, I, I will say this. The one thing I think we did right, and we learned it quickly, was we took lots of breaks. Yeah, lots of breaks, lots of water. Um, I mean, and you can't go, go, go all day. Like, we said we were going to come at the beginning and stay till the end, but we're definitely leaving early to go back and swim. Yeah. We're kind of tired. Yeah, we, um, we came at, we got about 10. And it right now is 516 and we're leaving uh, Magic Kingdom. Um, what we're going to do is over the next couple days, we're going to come to you from different places around Walt Disney World. Tomorrow uh, we have Hollywood Studios. This is an exciting trip for us too because Riley here is finally 48 inches tall and can ride rock and roller coasters. Are you excited for tomorrow? Yeah. No. Ready? Katie's a little nervous. <laughs> she's a little nervous. First for upside down roller coaster. I have a feeling... Um She's going to love it, and then I'm going to be scared the entire time. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be a blast. We're going to come to you multiple times throughout this trip um, and answer more questions, you know, talk about the resorts, 
and talk about other modes of transportation. We'll be taking the gondolas tomorrow. And, um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very, very unique, cool vacation. But so far, I will say this has been a home run. This has been a great time. And I recommend anyone come on down to, uh, to Disney, enjoy the parks. And, uh, and, guys, we'll be coming to you soon from somewhere else here uh, at Walt Disney World. After a beautiful, beautiful day at the Magic Kingdom, we had an amazing night's sleep. And uh, we we're coming to you from the next day. And, man, we are sitting at really one of my favorite places. And it's weird to say that, but it's Disney Springs. Disney Springs is becoming a must-do for our family. We actually didn't plan it for this trip. We planned on skipping this all together, but we got up this morning. We, as a family, decided we were going to rope drop. That's new for us. We don't do that. Um... And uh, we headed over and jumped on the gondolas. Now, let me tell you guys something. So, one, the gondolas are a game changer. They're amazing. They're incredible. Uh, very quick. But we were delayed about five minutes, and it got us, put us to where we got into Hollywood Studios at 10.08. At 10.08, there was zero availability for Rise of the Resistance. Now, for me, big bummer. But I thought, oh, my goodness, at 2 p.m., I have another chance to go and ride Rise of the Resistance. Um, but with everything new at at uh, Hollywood Studios, it has been uh, just an awesome day. We got to do what for us was a Disney first. A lot of you right now have those Disney firsts, and it has to do with your kids especially. It has to do with your kids that um, when they get to that 38-inch height requirement, 40-inch, you know. Well, Riley finally hit... 48 inches and she was able to uh, ride the amazing incredible rock and roller coaster today she went hands up rock and roller coaster having a blast riley after all these years you were finally able to do it what'd you think i really liked it it was super fun yeah what was your favorite part um, probably the loops. The first loop isn't as bad, but the other two, you're like, you know you're upside down. Yeah. Um, now, Katie, you and I, I would say today was harder than yesterday. I would say today wore on me more than yesterday did. Now, it was a heat index of 103 today. Do you think today was harder? Yeah, I think today was hotter and that the crowds were larger so the wait times were a little longer so in most of the queues um, because of the social distancing they start outside like tower of terror is outside and rock and roller coasters outside so you're spending more time in the sun just waiting in the lines riding over in toy story like toy story land one i think it's one of the best theme lands disney's done but it has been <laughs> we're sitting here we're sitting here and i'm having a frozen beer which i've never had before and riley and katie got this strawberry drink and it has like a million boba balls in the bottom of it and riley's just sitting here like she has caviar sugar caviar in her hand and she's looking at us with a huge smile um toy story land has always been i think on the surface of the sun anyways like when you're there you're like oh my gosh i'm dying at that instance uh, and we are sitting there, and we're getting ready to ride uh, Slinky. Yeah, we had zero wait for um, 
Alien Saucer and for Midway Mania, that was a walk-on too. But for Slinky Dog, it said an hour. We probably did wait about 45, 45 minutes. Um, and it was hot, very hot. Yeah, today was a little tougher. Now, I will give Disney credit. One thing I have blasted Disney on is the fact that for annual pass holders, they've made availability for the parks pretty much nothing. I mean, they've pretty much said, hey, we're not going to take care of annual pass holders. Like, we're going to allow... You have to be staying on property to get into Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and uh, Animal Kingdom. Um, Disney yesterday comes out and says, hey... We're going to allow our annual pass holders back into these parks. They opened up availability all the way through August with, uh, with all th- with actually, I think Magic Kingdom is the only park they didn't touch, but Hollywood Studios and with um, Animal Kingdom. Hollywood Studios today was much more crowded than I expected it to be. Much more crowded on the rides, but not walking around. It's really crazy. Riley and I have a picture right in front of Tower and Terror, and there's not a single person behind us. So that was kind of cool to capture that. Yeah, it's not too often you get that opportunity to take that picture where you go, uh, wow, I have no one behind me on a Disney uh, photo pass picture. It's very, very cool. Um, you know, the, once again, the, the cast members made the day. The cast members were the ones that made it absolutely incredible where we were able to do these things uh, that – Really, we didn't expect to be able to do in the year 2020 because of all the stuff going on. I mean, the when we were getting ready to ride Slinky, we had to wait. We were the next ones to get on, and we had to wait about five minutes or so as they cleaned the trains. And I think probably happened, what, about every half hour, maybe hour? Mm, I'm not sure, but we've had multiple rides where they do have – it's about a 10-minute period where they're just constantly cleaning everything from the rides to – the the queue so um i don't know how often but you do see it pretty frequent yeah the the one thing so at two o'clock man i'm sitting there and i'm like all right i so i've still not done rise of the resistance i like it's driving me nuts and at two o'clock i'm sitting there and i'm like we're at pizza rizzo which is one of our favorite quick services there and i am on my phone stopwatch going ready to get on no availability two o'clock so, wah, wah, Justin threw a little fit, you know, because that's what I do. The only child in me came out. And I, uh, after my about two minutes fit, and I realized, hey, you're at Disney, you know, don't be a baby. Um, after Riley told me, stop being a baby. I, uh, we went about our day, and we went over and did the next best thing. And we rode Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, <laughs> so, when they said they were getting rid of the great movie ride. I was super bummed. I was like, this is my childhood. This is what I grew up on. I remember being terrified of Alien. I remember going through and, and uh, paying homage to my people, the Munchkins. I loved every, you know, I, I absolutely loved it. But when it went away, it it was very, very sad. But we rode this day. Now, doing a Disney show, right? Doing, doing Having a Disney website, having a Disney Facebook group. Having all this thing and in contact with people who are in the parks all the time. I have made myself pay zero attention to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I had no idea what to expect. And when the train broke apart, I thought, oh my goodness, we're going to be on a Disney viral video because this is crazy. What 
were you thinking uh, this for me? I think Disney knocked it out of the park. I mean, this was a great experience. Yeah, I mean, even from the get-go, we got in line. It said it was about a 45-minute wait, but the guy told us as we got in line, he was like, um, yeah, this line's going to go really fast. It's not going to be that long of a wait. And it wasn't. We probably waited like 20 minutes. Um, and then when we got about to get on the ride, it's the same, like, car as the great movie ride kind of so i'm sitting there thinking like oh great this is gonna be nice and slow we're gonna go through we're gonna watch some cartoons ultimately i was like this is gonna be boring and it was so much fun i really liked it it was nothing like i thought it was gonna be it's not often that for us as people who are here all the time you see a 45 minute wait or an hour wait and you go that was worth it i think it was worth it 100 percent yeah, I definitely want to do it again. I really enjoyed it. Would you fast pass it? Yeah, absolutely. So they give you a tier system, right? Okay. Let's say the tier system is this. Okay. If we if we get fast passes back or, you know, who knows what it's going to look like in the future. Right. Tier system's this. They actually give you Rise, which we haven't done. They give you um, Tower of Terror, Slinky, Midway Mania, and Mickey and Minnie's. Which one are you choosing? Ooh, out of all those? Or, and Smuggler's Run. You can only choose one. Oh. Ah. Hmm. No. Riley and I, our favorite ride's Tower of Terror. So I'm still going to pick Tower of Terror. Now, if it's in a different system where it's like pick three, like, you know, one from Star Wars, one from Toy Story, and one other. I don't know. I think, like, depending on the trip, like, we might alternate, like, one time Tower of Terror, one time Mickey's Runaway Railroad, one time Rock and Roller Coaster, because we like all those other ones, too. That's not a bad idea, actually. I've never thought about that. But to do where you get one Fast Pass from each land, like, of your three, especially for Hollywood Studios works, actually works for Magic Kingdom, too. But if you get one of the, you get one of the three, or you get one out of each three, if you get you can choose one Toy Story Land, one Galaxy's Edge, and then one other park, right? Anything else in the park, Star Tours, Mickey and Minnie's, anything you choose it. Interesting. That would be uh, that would be pretty cool. Riley, as you suck down this drink over here. She drank it all. I yeah, she's you. gonna be up till four in the morning. I told you next time I want to get my own. All right, next time we'll get your own. Uh, what did you think about Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? It was really good. Okay, so you have more insight on this than we do because you watch the Mickey shorts, the Mickey cartoons all the time. Like that new animation style, right, where Mickey, like the yodel you and doing all that, right? Yeah. You watch those. How do you think they did? Do you think they they made it to where you're riding through the cartoons? Um, so... I feel like a few things they didn't do exactly from the show, but most of it was kind of from the show. But you felt like you were kind of in the show? Yeah. That's very cool. Um, so, yeah, so we decided to leave a little early tonight. Uh, we wrote everything we wanted to. We headed out about 5 o'clock, took the gondolas back, relaxed, and then we came over to Disney Springs now, and we're going to sit and uh, and do some dinner at one of my favorite restaurants. We've done a whole show, and if you go back... Uh, couple months ago we did a show on raglan road uh we're going to raglan road this evening and uh do what we're gonna do a little shopping we need to do a little shopping for some friends and and all that good stuff but it's for me look being back on property has been awesome and like i said it's it's the cast members have made it the best experience 
uh, imaginable. I mean, it's it really have. They've been absolutely incredible. Um, I feel better and safer in the Disney bubble than I do at Publix uh, at home. So if you've ever thought about it or if you have a second thought, you need to get down here. You need to come to Disney. Come enjoy it. It's a very unique, cool time. Um, we are going to sign off for the evening. We have another Disney day uh, planned, so we will finish up this trip uh, on this episode. So the next time we catch you, we will uh, we'll close this up and we'll uh, we'll let you know our final thoughts on uh, on Disney during these COVID weird, fantastically awesome times. So uh, have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon. I am back, and I tell you what, man, what an amazing trip it was. We uh, last time I left you, I was at Disney Springs, and we had an awesome night at Raglan Road, and we actually left there and went over. The one great thing about staying on site is you get to play a free round of putt-putt. And so we went and played some miniature golf and uh, and ended our evening that way. But then we actually spent the last two days of our trip at Universal. So I uh, ended up canceling our Epcot day and uh, and did two days at Universal because Riley had hit that 48-inch mark and there were multiple attractions there that she wanted to do. So uh, we spent a lot of time there. So I am actually back now home. Uh, and if anybody thought that I was going to go a week and not spend time with my buddy here, it was absolutely impossible of that happening. So tonight, I am joined to close this episode up, uh, this trip. Mike, hey, buddy. I am so glad to see you. Uh, I, I'm like overjoyed with emotions. I was so happy to see you in the parks. I was so happy to see your family so happy. Um, listen, we vacationed, you and I, quite a bit. And um, I was really excited to see that Riley was going to do some firsts, you know. I've been with you when she's had that disappointment when she was too short for a ride and couldn't do what all the big kids were doing. And, uh, you know, I've experienced it with you. So to be able to know that she was going to experience this, man, I couldn't wait to hear about your trip. As odd of a trip as it was going to be, we all knew that going into this. This wasn't our typical Disney trip. Man, I I love seeing you in the parks on our Facebook page. I loved our, you know, our text messages and our chats and all of our little private things we have going on. Dude, I am so happy for you and the family. I am so glad. You you look like a kid on Christmas waking up and getting the toy that he really wanted <laughs> that first day in Magic Kingdom. Man, I was the, the look in your eyes was just like, I finally got that puppy I wanted. <laughs> it was Dude, great. I, it was awesome. I, so I woke up that morning because we drove down the night before and we, we checked into Pop. And it was my first time seeing the rooms at Pop. Mm-hmm. Um, they're incredible. I mean, there's no way you can call that a value resort. I mean, the theming is the same as the other value resorts. You know, you still get that larger-than-life feel. But the rooms themselves with the hardwood floors and um, the pull-down beds and the nice new flat screen on the wall, I mean, they really are incredible. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that resort, too, is it's so convenient. I mean, it's right there. It's You know, you're right next to Hollywood Studios. You're right next to Epcot. You know, it's it's just so easy to jump on the gondolas and be at either of those parks uh, in a split second. You realize like you're blowing up the spot, right? So I know, you, I know. Yeah, I know. I, if I were you, I would say, listen, that place is terrible. I'd never go there again. Listen, you, you're taking a great value, and you know, be able to hop down for a couple of nights at a at a very good price. And uh, don't let Disney know it's that good, because otherwise they're gonna have to reevaluate what the uh, what the room rates are gonna be, and uh, we're gonna suffer the consequences on that one. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I heard it was okay. Good to see you uh, had a, a decent time there, Justin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, I, I take it all back. I'll edit that part out. You know, it's it was okay. it was absolutely uh, it was acceptable. It was the Motel Eight, we'll say that of of, uh, of the trip. Um, d- dude, I, when we got down there, we got down there real late. We got down there around eleven, eleven thirty, mm-hmm. um, 
and we did some exploring just around the resort just because, you know, we what else are you going to do? That's the one weird part about Disney is everything's closing early. So, like, Springs, like, normally if we got there at 11, we go to Springs for, sure. you know, a, a quick amount of time. Uh, this time we get there and there was nothing to do. So, but we got there, we walked around a little bit, relaxed, and then we got up early the next morning. We got to MK at like 10 and, uh, and it was just a weird, weird feeling. All right. So I got a little nervous the morning we were going to MK okay. because I put on my mask. I decided I was going to walk and get a cup of coffee and I would go live in our Patreon group. Mm-hmm. So I put it on. It was the first time I've worn a mask in Central Florida. And, you know, living where I live, I'm close, so I'm used to the weather, but we don't wear a mask outside here. And my walk from my room to the, the quick service to where I was going to get my cup of coffee, and I'm trying to talk, I could hear myself going, <gasps> you know, like trying to <laughs> breathe in this thing. And, and uh, I thought, oh, it might be a long day. But, I, dude, you get used to it. It's so strange. Even the next day, the morning, it was a little rougher. And then as we went throughout the day, the mask wasn't the big deal. Now, it was hot, but the mask really didn't hinder the amount of fun I had. Got it. If that, that makes, makes any sense. No, yeah. it makes 100% sense, yeah. And I was worried about that, too. <clears throat> well, yeah, I because, really I mean, look, it, listen, if you're uncomfortable, it takes away from the moment and the magic. I mean, listen, if you go on Splash Mountain and your, your feet get soaking wet or your, your shorts are wet and it's a cool day or whatever it is, you're uncomfortable and that kind of, you know, dampens the day. So I could definitely see how having a mask that period of time, that long and that heat was obviously concerning because you don't want it to uh, affect your day. Yeah, and not only that, like, the knowing we, – we had this grandiose idea in our head that we were going to get to the parks, be in the parks all day long. But uh, but that that changed, man, fast. I mean, even without a mask, you know how we normally do it. We get there at, like, 3 p.m., but with the parks closing at, like, 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, you kind of have to go earlier and then leave earlier, you know, and, and go back mm-hmm. and swim and do all that. Um, but, man, Disney's – they really – I will give them credit with this. I was really, and you know this, especially about like between me and you and me and Jay and just the three of us in conversation, kind of hard on Disney at first because here we we look across the way at Universal and we go, oh my gosh, Universal's opening their doors and they're not having issues and they're not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you look at Disney and now that I've done both parks, there are some key differences between the two. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, but you look and you say Disney really took the time to really think out this and think how can we make this as safe as possible dude i felt safer in the disney bubble than i do at like here going out mm-hmm. by far i mean i cuz everyone's wearing a mask now they do have a mask mandate at universal but they have a harder time enforcing it there and i think the reason for it is because Kay and i were talking about this is at Disney, you have mostly families, right? Yep. At Universal, you have a lot more... You have families, but you have a lot more like teenagers, young 20-somethings that don't have kids, stuff like that. And they're... you know, Look, when I was 21, I would have been like, whatever. I don't need them. You know what I mean? I don't need a mm-hmm. mask. It's hot. I'm not doing this. So you saw at Universal, a lot more of them happen to ask people, mask over your nose, mask over your nose. Uh, or if you were wearing it correctly like we were, they were going, thank you so much for wearing your mask correctly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a thing, isn't it? You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Uh, Universal, you can take your mask off on water attractions. Okay. Um, and the only, uh, Disney, you can't. Um, 
The other thing Universal did that I'm surprised Disney didn't do is every time you got on an attraction at Universal, there was someone standing there giving you hand sanitizer. Okay. Every single attraction. Whereas Disney, the hand sanitizers are there, but they're leaving up to you to make sure you do it. But Dis- on the other hand, Disney is stopping <clears throat> attractions and cleaning them, whereas Universal, I didn't see them do that at all. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Disney's social distancing efforts is, was much, much better. Uh, whereas Universal's was, they were a little more laxed. You know, they were a little more laid back on that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal though had their characters out. They had not. You couldn't get up to them. You still had to be six feet. But they like put them up on a stage or put them behind a rope, and you could at least take a picture and a selfie with them. Whereas gotcha. Disney, the only characters they have out are going by on a parade float. You know, and they could, they do come out pretty often. But it's hard to get that picture when they're rolling by. You know, to get your kid like, hey, you know, look at the camera, only the character. Here we go. So. Now, do, do the people there kind of police themselves when you're walking through, like, the hub or if you're walking over the bridge to Tomorrowland? Do, do, are the cast members there to make sure you're keeping that six feet of distance? Or do people kind of know, hey, let me just kind of move to the side? Or is it that empty where that's not even an issue? Uh, so I would say, it did, yeah, it, it's, it's one, people did a really good job. Like, I will give guests the benefit of the doubt. They did a really nice job. There were a couple... There were a couple cues where maybe there was a language barrier, you know, with mm-hmm. the signs and stuff like that. Sure. And so people would be like right up on our back. But that was very like few and far between. And if a cast member saw it, they'd be like, oh, six feet, please, you know, hold back. Um, and the markings. Dude, you and I got in the wrong business at the wrong time. We should have been in the uh, please maintain six foot uh, distance between parties sign making business and sticker making business because on every attraction on every uh, um, uh, restaurant on every quick service on every uh, um, place you shop dude those are on the floor uh, Katie and I were thinking on Disney property we were talking about how many stickers on the ground that say please maintain six feet distance mm-hmm. they make and I would I guessed over 6,000 of them Okay. On Disney property. KES more than that. So if there's if there's a cast member out there, if someone knows that number, I'd love to know it because they are everywhere. Now, my question is, did they do Disney theming? Was the six feet apart like in Haunted Mansion theme? Like no. uh like no so it was all just strictly plain yeah. they didn't yeah. they didn't theme it at all for the areas mm-hmm. that they were in. Okay. Nope. They bulk ordered that stuff and they said, Here we go. <laughs> right. There was some different colors depending on what land you were in. Uh-huh. But the majority of it, no, it was just, it was the same. And I, you know what? I think they did it for that reason. So everyone kind of got to know it. Right. You know, they're like, okay, here, here. Um, it was weird doing some attractions where, like Haunted Mansion's a great example, where you walk through the stretching room. Right. And now you're just standing there and they're still doing the audio for it, but you actually are just queuing through it. It's all you're doing. So that's uh, that's kind of a strange, weird, weird thing, right? Um, but I'll say this too, man. Uh, I like I said, I, f- I felt completely safe. We we got to go to California Grill, and I was talking to the um, head chef there. He came over, and you know, because they keep a, a record of you know how many times you eat there, stuff like that. Sure. I was talking to talking to him, and I was talking to the proprietor of Top of the World because right now she's running California Grill in the Wave. And um, see, California Grill is the only signature restaurant open on property right now. Oh, it's the only yeah. one because all the rest are. I mean, you got to think about Narcoozies and and Citricos. I mean, Grand Floridian's still closed. You know, um, 
Sanaa, st- you know, still not open. Mm-hmm. You know, like all those those signature restaurants. So I was talking to him, and he was like, "Man, it's great to be back, and it's great to have people, but uh, but but it's it's literally we're just thinking, like, uh, so thankful that we have jobs right now. You know, that that we're yeah, able to be back on property, right? So that it, that that was a little different too. Like when you go to restaurants and you realize that, um, hey, you can't go up top of the or you can't go up to. Uh, California girl and have a glass of wine while you wait for your table. You know what I mean? They text you now when your table's right. ready. Okay. And they take you up. So there's a lot of differences like that, but man, to see the parks as empty as they were, I mean, crazy. So I have a question. And maybe, I don't know, maybe this will come up in Disney topics sometime soon. Maybe, you know, all of those high level brass Disney people that listen to our podcast will maybe take this. What if they started doing the opposite of what they're doing now, park hours-wise. So now they're opening very early and they're closing it, let's say, what, 6 o'clock in the afternoon? Right, right. What if they switched it? Getting earlier, it? too, next week, yeah. Right. What if they switched it from, like, a 2 to 10? Yeah. You know, I agree. You know, why not Why not have the, the night hours come this way? And then maybe you could start to phase in some fireworks. I mean, how cool would it be to see a fireworks show spread apart six feet in the hub with not a lot of people in the park? So they started doing work on the bunker, the fireworks bunker, and I talked to um, someone who would know. Uh, they are um, someone who has an invested interest in fireworks going, mm-hmm. and they said uh, that they have heard they're going to start testing soon. Okay. So we, I would say we'll see fireworks in the next month or so. Um, I mean, look, they've already brought them back at the other parks. You know, like, right. a, so I, I – and. At the Magic Kingdom, I think we'll see them. And if you're looking at the crowds, I was telling Katie, you're looking at the crowds, you can socially distance fireworks, no problem. That's how mm-hmm. low the crowds are. I mean, it's not an issue. Uh, especially putting cast members out there to direct people where to go, stuff like that. Well, that's why I figured it'd be cool to maybe flip-flop the hours now and go for mm-hmm. the late-night hours. You know, have the uh, have the parks open to the dark time. I mean, it's nice having it open at nighttime. It's a little cooler at night, too. You're not in the heat of the sun. Uh, yep. You know, the, the atmosphere of the park... Uh, you know, listen, I understand it can't be open and operational, you know, the long days, and I get that, but it would be nice to take away that morning hour and just have, like, an afternoon to a night kind of, uh, you know, attraction kind of day. Well, you know what else it would help with? It would help with the fact of um, the transportation issues. So, like, at right now, you'll see a staggered opening time for each of the parks. Mm-hmm. Like, one opens at 9, one opens at 10, one opens at 11. Like, when we were there, like, uh, AK opened or i'm sorry uh, mk opened at nine hollywood studios at 10 animal kingdom 11 so that way they can stagger the buses because look there's still a lot of cast members furloughed let's right. not pretend like just because the parks are open that they're running with a full staff like a, a you know full, full amount of cast members because not it's not even anywhere near remotely that i mean also you don't have any of the students you know from the college sure. program in so uh <laughs> they're having to you know kind of pull people from one area to work at another. But if you did that, and let's say you open AK, right, at 9 and run it till 5, but then you open MK and run it, open it at 2 and run it till 10, well, now guess what? Now you can pull bus drivers from double duty there. You know what I mean? Like, you can, mm-hmm. you can run them at both places. It's not an issue. So it makes it much, much easier. Um, the overall, I, I think the main concern I've heard from people is safety. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are concerned. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to get it. They don't want to take it home. They don't want, they're worried about their kids. They're worried about transportation. D- don't go, go to Disney. Uh, this was seamless. It was easy. The, the communication 
from the resorts to the parks to was better than I've ever seen. I mean, just when we checked in alone, Mike, I got email from the resort, email from the general manager, notifications from the app, phone call from the front desk, like just saying, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, the app notifications constantly coming through. Hey, mm-hmm. you can do this. You can do this. Here, hey, here's a notification about social distancing. Here's this. You know, so it's really is they've they've figured it out. I when we first opened the parks back, I thought, oh, they're going to open back and have to close again. These parks are open. They're not closing back. I'm I'm stating it right now because they're doing such a good job. These parks are back. Good, good. It's good to hear. Good to yeah. hear. Yeah, and now I'm coming to rub it. But hey, if if you want a uh, a little thing, I still haven't done Rise. So you know, I know you haven't seen Galaxy's Edge, but I still haven't done Rise of Resistance, which I wanted to uh, to throw my phone across Pizza Rizzo uh, whenever I didn't get it. Because here's the worst part, man. Is you you know what I. I am the type of person, Mike, where I love to see other people's joy. Mm-hmm. Unless their joy causes me heartache. <laughs> okay? And at that point, I could care less about you. You know what I mean? It's just awful. Because I'm sitting at Pizza Rizzo. I'm trying to get this, this, this boarding pass. And as it goes, no more boarding pass available. There's a family, like four, not even family, like eight people, four tables down. And they're like... Like they won the Super Bowl. Yeah! High-fiving, stuff like that. I feel like they wore shirts like, ah, Justin didn't get one. Ah. You know, and all this. And then I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Just losing my mind. So maybe you and I sometime can go down and do rides together. Uh, because uh, I met up with um, – th- that's another thing. You know, one of our favorite things to do is to meet up with our Disney family, you know, if we get a chance when we're in mm-hmm. the parks. It's tougher with this because you have a schedule you know i can't like oh cool my family's gonna be at mk and you know what we'll hop on the monorail and meet you in epcot for a couple of drinks in the evening right. you can't do that you know what i mean and everything else is closing and right. there's not the lounges open that we would typically go to mm-hmm. um so it's harder to meet up so like I, normally i'll reach out to people this time i kind of just went look we're just gonna spend some family time together but i did get the option i got a text message the uh the day before I was heading down from Rick Reagan, he was like, I'm actually flying in for work. Any way we could do dinner. And I was like, we can. We're going to be driving back from Universal. Let's go to Dave & Buster's. Mm-hmm. So he came out to Dave & Buster's, and then our great buddy Aussie Dave uh, came out and met us at Dave & Buster's. Who he had texted me, and, uh, and I said, yeah, man, if you can do Dave & Buster's, let's do it. So uh, saw them for, for about an hour, hour and a half, and it was great to meet up with them. But I'm looking forward to when they open up the parks a little more to where we can start to see people in the parks, you know. My question was, because everyone wants to know, did you get to play your minion game and the Dave & Busters? I did. So the only problem was this. So I sat down, and uh, we had a great server over there. He was fantastic. But, you know, you get to talking. Like, we're all talking. We're all hanging out. And I lost track of time. And our server came over. He's like, hey, man, we close in like 20 minutes. Uh, and I had bought like $100 worth of cards for everybody to play <laughs> play uh, video games with. And I'm like, oh, let's go. So now we're just running around. Crazy. So I sat down at the Minions game for a while. But it takes some time because you got to right. time it out, you know. So I played for just a short period of time. And then we went and uh, we played some other, other stuff, you know, uh, all together. So Dave and I played some games and tried to win Riley some okay. tickets and all that good stuff. So. Cool. But I did get I did get a few minions cards, so. Okay. 
All right. Well, I was I was worried about that during the trip. I knew you were excited about that, so I'm going to make sure you got that under your belt. Uh, you know, uh, you got to hear the audio I recorded with my family in the parks. Um, yep. And you know, we're closing up this episode here, and then I'm going to hand it back over to you and Jay, take taking the picks of the week and, and doing all that fun stuff. But before we do that, just listening to that, do you have any concerns, or are you sold on Disney now again? Uh, you know the first episode, the first uh, section of audio you sent me, and I listened to it, and I heard the background music. Yeah. I, I got choked up. I said, "Oh man, I really wish I was there." Uh, you know, we always know Disney does stuff right, and when I know someone like you, who's, who's obviously invested a lot of time there, and you know, a lot of you know vacations and family time, and when you say how safe you feel, that doesn't surprise me at all. That's typical Disney fashion, how they do everything, uh, whether it's detail orientation, whether it's safety, whether it's you know or organization 99% of the time they got it right and I feel 100% confident that when the time comes I'll be happy to go back down there as soon as possible well and too man I mean this episode's kind of all over the place but we wanted this whole episode was to bring our Disney family um, not only my perspective um, and your all's perspective uh, but also to bring you back into the parks if you haven't been there that's a that's a that's a huge key Um, and also to uh, give you a family's perspective and a kid's mm-hmm. perspective. Give you an eight-year-old little girl's perspective of what it is like in the parks right now. And uh, I hope we accomplish that because it really was my pleasure to be able to record with my family. That was really cool. I really did enjoy that sitting on Main Street and, and recording a little bit. It was um, very cool hearing Riley and uh, Katie. Yeah, yeah. Katie opened up too. I was happy after <laughs> yep. I had it. You know, I was like, "There's no, there's no alcohol in Magic in Magic Kingdom. I can't, you know." I can't get her get her to loosen up a little Soften bit. Soften her up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but she did. She did. Uh, did she did great. So, uh, but it was a, it was a blast. I will be back down there in a few weeks, and then I've got a trip in September, October, and December. Uh, so I'm fully sold on Disney, and I'm ready to uh, be back in the parks and enjoying it. And I think if if you've got a trip planned or if you're thinking about it, don't hesitate. It wasn't just the, the crowds. It wasn't just uh, the cast members. It wasn't just the food. It wasn't just being back there. It was, it was experiencing this unique time in the parks. When we mm-hmm. look back 50 years at these pictures of, oh, remember when we wore masks and went to Disney? You know? Right. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if look, we live in a strange time right now, so you might as well embrace it and just have some fun with it. And that's what we, uh, that's what we did, man. Great job, man. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Well, thanks, buddy. Well, I'm going to turn it back over to you, fellas, because I know you all had a blast getting together, talking a little bit. I'm sure you did something really, really fun with the Patreon uh, side. I can't wait to listen to it, and I'm sure you did awesome with uh, Picks of the Week. So, guys, uh, thank you for coming along on my vacation. I look forward to seeing you next week. Mike, thank you so much, dude. This was last second. It is, for everybody listening, it is uh, 8.56 on a Tuesday night which this episode drops on Tuesdays for our patrons. So we, I threw this at Mike last second, and I said, hey, let's do this, and let's get this out there for our patron and for our Disney family. So thank you, brother. Uh, always, always good to see you. I missed the smiling face. Glad to have you back, my friend. All right, buddy. I'll see you soon. Talk to you later. Man, what an amazing trip Justin's having. It is so cool seeing all of the scenery uh, that we've been watching online with him on Facebook, the uh, the empty parks, the 10-minute waits. Man, I really, really wish I was getting down there. You know, unfortunately, with the circumstances up here, uh, it's just not going to happen. But with all of those beautiful things we've been seeing, that's bringing a lot of pictures and a lot of videos to our Facebook page. And you know what that also brings? A lot of our Disney families posting stuff on our Facebook page. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would 
be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Jason, it's just you and me this week. Why don't you tell me what's your Pick of the Week? Uh, I'm gonna actually going to go with Charles Murray. We had a, a, a Patreon Zoom call this morning. We have... Um, for those of you that aren't on Patreon, uh, once in a while we'll have coffee on the weekends, uh, Sunday morning or Saturday morning, and uh, we'll just have Zoom. We'll talk Disney. We'll talk life. We'll talk. You know, it's a pretty. I mean, it's a. It's a, we're a little bit more relaxed in the conversation. It's it's far from you know R rated or anything. I mean, it's always going to be you know G rated fun, but we just get a little bit more detail. You know, canceled trips and you know, uh, advent, you know, Katarina was talking about adventures by Disney that you know they had to cancel and and some of the other options. And we had some uh, you know we have some glorious people that have ties to Disney who uh, you know gave her some great insight on some other things she could possibly do. So with that being said, one of our good friend Charles Mary was on the call, and I and I said, Charles, I got to give you some props. I said because I'm personally friends with him on his Facebook, and I also like his business page as well. And he's a great photographer, and uh, I I'm like, man, I got to give you props, man. You have been nailing because I know. Look, my wife's a photographer. I know the COVID has been absolutely detrimental to the photography business, canceled weddings. I mean, look, if you're a wedding photographer and you're pulling anywhere between four and $9,000 for a wedding shoot, um, and all of a sudden you lose five of those, that's a big chunk of change, right? So I know what's taken. So I gave him some props because he's been posting some amazing pictures of uh, you know clientele on his business page. But anyways, my point, guys, hold on, is he posted a picture in the group of one of his, uh, one of it was from his business, but it was a, such a great picture. It was a friend of his daughter, uh, with Woody uh, on the dock, and uh, it was you know the um, life-sized. Uh, well, I say life-sized. The toy Woody, and she was uh, I don't know six months old. I, I guess Mike, do you do? You, what would you guess? She's about six months old. Yeah, there? I would say between six oh, and yeah. nine months. Yeah. So she's sitting up by herself, and she's got the most beautiful smile, and she's happy, and it's a beautiful day, and it's a great picture. And Charles, I want to say thank you for. Um, you know, for sharing that pick. And guys, listen, if, if you don't, if you, if you go give Charles's uh, businesses some love, you know what I mean? Go, go over there and like his page because he posts some incredible Disney pictures sometimes. And that's my pick of the week. Sounds good, man. Yeah, Charles, great friend of the show, great friend of ours. Love to see him in the parks. Uh, my pick of the week goes to a new Disney dad, and that goes to Robert Parker. Congratulations on the new baby. Uh, you're officially part of the, I guess, the dad's club. I mean, you know, we're all family here, but yeah. love to see that you have the baby now. And uh, congratulations to you and the missus, and hope all is well. And you, sir, have my pick of the week. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Congratulations from all of us. All of us. Congratulations. That is an incredible club to belong to. And, uh, you know, to have a, have a little buddy for life is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's something beyond magical. So congratulations. Um, hey, listen, before we uh, start wrapping up the show here and getting into the Patreon side of the house, um, how about we talk about some of the videos that Justin was on? Because, I mean, he, we've seen his videos. He's going to be posting some audio from before. Uh, you know, the the guy's walking around like he, first of all, like he owns Magic Kingdom. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I, I own this. This is mine. I'm walking around here. Uh, he's having a great time with the family. Uh, you know, I, to be honest with you, he hasn't really shot. It was a little hot today. He, You know, he did tell me that it was hot. Um, he did give us some, um, uh, as far as like, uh, look in private, we're going to be very honest with each other. Sometimes we're a little too honest, especially our Greek friend over there in, in New York. But anyways, <laughs> um, he has been 
very positive about the whole experience. I mean, has he he hasn't really shot you any negative except for like, dude, it's a scorcher today with no shade, mm-hmm. you know, waiting in line at Slinky Dog. And I get that you're in Florida in August. Of course, it's going to be a scorcher, and and he knows that, and I know that. And um, you know, he was just being nice and saying, hey, don't forget your water, because he knows I'm not acclimated to that. You know what I mean? If I was to come down there. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be, you know, uh, for people that are out there, like if you're not acclimated to the Florida heat, make sure you do bring your water, make sure you do bring the fans. So, um, you know, that was some great advice that he, that he sent. And, um, uh, for anybody, you know, cause you know, October is going to be pretty warm too, you know? So it's, it's always nice to keep that in the back of the head. Like, Hey man, you're not acclimated to this heat. Make sure you prepare for that. So, but anyways, my point, he has not really sent me any negative feedback at all on this trip has been very positive he's had a great time and um and i hope some of you've had the opportunity to run into him and uh what are your thoughts man i mean look you're you're looking at the the videos Uh, does that change your mind on wanting to go down there uh splash mountain got me right in the fields watching the video of that i mean it was great you know uh like i said in the last show I couldn't wait to see, you know, Riley kind of being in the kingdom by herself. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. definitely captured that. And, uh, yeah, I listen, I'd love to get down there. And, obviously, with work, I just can't. You know, it's just one of those things And with the kids. And it's just bad timing. You know, if this was maybe a little bit earlier in the summer, I would have taken advantage of it. But uh, as of now, it's, it's a bummer. But I'm loving the fact that I get to see my friends enjoying it the way they should and the way they deserve. So uh, kudos to him. And kudos to our Disney family that are down there being able to enjoy these rare moments of having the park empty. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have said any better to yourself. So uh, with that, Mike, um, I know we're, we're, you and I are going to be real short on this regular episode before we go into the, the um, uh, Patreon. Is there anything that you wanted to add to our, uh, to our, uh, to our amazing audience out there? No, I'm just. Uh, I hope you're all enjoying the little, uh, you know, ride along for you that are on Facebook with us. You know, enjoying Justin's trip down there. Uh, I'm sure you enjoyed all of his audio. They was able to plug into the episode for us. Uh, I miss you, buddy. I'm glad you're having a great time, and I'm looking forward to hearing all about your trip in person when uh, we get back on this next week. Yeah, he's okay. I still like his other family. I still like his family better, I think. I'm just <laughs> kidding, Justin. I love you, man. I'm glad you're having a great time. And uh, with that, everybody, please have an amazing, amazing week. Uh, please, please, please be safe. And always, always, always just try to enjoy your moment. Right, Mike? Is that fair enough? Love it. All right, man. Listen, hey, everybody, take care of yourself. Patreon members, stick by because we are going to... Um, We're going to make fun of Justin a lot more than he needs to hear on this show. With that, everybody, have a good day. Have a good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one... That's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.